Welcome to Great Loop Radio, brought to you by America's Great Loop Cruisers Association. We're dedicated to sharing Great Loop information and inspiration with those actively cruising, planning for, or dreaming about a Great Loop adventure. I'm Kim Rousseau. I'm the director of AGLCA. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about the benefits available to AGLCA members, because we know this podcast goes out to a lot of people that are not yet members, and we'll kind of explain as we go through why we thought this was a good time for this. Um, so Karen Nettles from the Homeport crew is going to join me to assist with that. But before we bring Karen into the conversation, I just want to take a moment to recognize and thank our Admiral sponsors who support AGLCA at the highest level. They are Curtis Stokes and Associates, Passage Maker Trawler Fest, Skipper Bob Publications, and Waterway Guide Media. As always, we encourage our viewers and listeners to support these businesses that support the Great Loop. And with the recognition out of the way, Karen Nettles, thanks for joining me once again on Great Loop Radio. Oh, glad to be here. <laughs> yeah, um, it seemed like a good time to go ahead and, and re- do a refresher for those maybe who have never explored the AGLCA benefits. Yeah, I know we have a lot of folks out there, particularly on Facebook and other places that have interest, but they haven't dived in yet to be a member. Uh, I know people are probably wondering why are we doing a podcast about benefits because you can they're outlined on the the website. So why don't we start there? Yeah, and it's it's absolutely you know one of those things that uh, sometimes I think we fail to promote what we offer very well, and we have been seeing it repeatedly on social media where one of our members is responding to a question out there and and says, you should join AGLCA, they've got the answers for you. And I see regularly people go, oh, well, we're not leaving for six months, so we're going to join as soon as we're ready to go, or we're not leaving for two years, so we'll join when it's time. Um, And I think what's missing out there is the fact that we offer a tremendous amount of information for those who are still planning. Um, I call all of our new members personally, and many of them are joining a year, two years in advance, which is pretty typical, and is also really a great time that you should start gathering that information because it's not just about flying the bird you when you're on the water it's about being ready from all aspects and you know getting all your questions answered about the great loop well like i said we're going to dive into some of those questions now but you know what are some of the memory benefits that you think people don't know about you know some of them are obvious but some that that are very valuable that people are not aware yeah i think um you know number one our harbor host program which we do tout frequently and a lot of people on social media and our members know about it, but I think perhaps people don't utilize it as much as they could. Um, So that's one, but something that's a little bit newer is that many of our Harbor hosts have submitted Harbor guides that they've put together, which is really cruising information for their home area. So sometimes it's um, navigation type information, you know, what to look out for, where there might be some hazards in this area. Um, often it's really kind of destination information so that if a, a harbor host, there's been a big discussion about cruising Maine, which is a little bit off the Great Loop, um, but still a place that we have harbor hosts. And there's been discussions on the forum about cruising the Chesapeake since a lot of loopers are headed that way. And we've got harbor guides written by local loopers that'll kind of tell you what to do and what to see and the best parts of their local area. So that, that's kind of the harbor guides. Um, you know, just to kind of give bullet points about some of the others that I think we can dive into a little bit further. Uh, There's a lot of information about the route itself, uh, from where the route actually goes to itineraries. There is a brand new Great Loop map coming to the website. Uh, By the time this airs, it should be live. So we'll talk about some details about that. 
our discussion forum remains one of our most popular benefits. And I think for those who are not members yet, they don't really realize the power of that. So we'll talk about that some. And then of course, you know, miscellaneous other things that are out there and available specifically for people who are still planning. So um, there's really a lot there. It's all listed on the greatloop.org website, but we can dive into all those a little bit more while we've got this opportunity here on the podcast. Sure. Um, so why don't you start with the, the Harbor Host and Harbor Guys? You did allude to the Harbor Guys and how valuable those are, but tell us a little more about the program and how people can find hosts and so forth. Yeah. And in case um, anybody is not aware of the Harbor Host program, it is a volunteer program. Members volunteer to assist other loopers who are coming through their home port. So it has evolved from where it was mostly gold loopers who were looking to pay it forward because they got some help along the way. Um, and if you're brand new, gold loopers or anyone who has completed the whole route. So it started out as a way for them to kind of give back to the community that helped them along the way. And it has since evolved into almost 600 volunteer members along the route and some a little bit off the route on cruising grounds that will answer your questions. Um, provide local information is really their role. And some will go above and beyond and offer you transportation, meet you for docktails, that kind of thing. But at, at the very basic level, they're there to provide you local information should you need a, a product or a service or uh, you know where to go type things in their location. So we expanded that not too long ago and asked our harbor hosts if they were interested to write a harbor guide. And that has expanded. They are listed on the website. Um, anytime you go to the greatloop.org website, the primary menus are information, which is clearly information about the Great Loop, interact, which are all different ways to interact with other members, and then the route menu. And then of course we've got events and shop too, but the route menu is also one of kind of the primary ones. Um, so the Harbor Guides are found under the information menu, and they're organized there by segment of the Great Loop. So if you know that you're about to hit the Chesapeake Bay, you can go to that segment and find any Harbor Guides. Um, you can also use that as a planning tool, and these are documents that you can view and you know read through it and say, okay, when I do the loop in about a year from now, I want to add that stop to my list. I think that would be a great place that I'd like to visit and learn more about before I get there. So there really can be a very strong planning tool so that you can start to identify from the hundreds of places you could potentially stop on the Great Loop. You can start to build your top list of the places you want to make sure that you see. Right. And speaking of the Harbor Guides, that kind of goes hand in hand with the route information that is available on the website. So what else is available regarding the route? Yeah. So, uh, you know, another thing that I think even most members don't know is there because I hear that frequently is the route menu that I just mentioned. And when you go to the route menu from the greatloop.org website, you have a couple of choices there. One is to kind of explore the route and one is a map. So exploring the route, it, the route has been broken up by the Homeport crew into a series of segments. I don't even recall how many, nine or 10 segments for the Great Loop. And then for each segment, there is some public information, um, you know, some links to travel information, some links to some articles. But the piece that is re reserved for members only is a sample itinerary. And this is just one possible itinerary of, you know, limitless ways you could put together your Great Loop itinerary. But it's a great starting point. It can start to allow you to hone in on where you might go. And each leg gives kind of basic cruising details 
and then information about what you can see and do at that place. So a lot of people have used that as a starting point to build their own itinerary. And there's more coming to that as we continue to build out that area of the site. Okay, and then you, you referenced the map and we do have a, a new map. You wanna tell us about that? Yes, and the map is linked directly from the About the Route section. This uh, new map is something we've been working on with Aquamap, who many of you will know as a, a navigation tool, navigation software. And Aquamap is a long-term sponsor of AGLCA, and they have worked with us to put together a new version of our Great Loop map. So what is available there to you now is markers for each of our sponsors, markers for each of our harbor hosts, which makes it very easy to find a harbor host geographically. So if you're pulling into a town, you can bring up the map and see what harbor hosts are near you. And it also includes what we have designated and our members have chosen as the best of the Great Loop in several different categories. So um, the way this works, uh, well, let me also just mention that we have added to that um, some waterway guide markers. Waterway guide is another sponsor and they have allowed us to incorporate into that map markers for anchorages, markers for bridges, markers for locks. So if you're trying to plan a particular day on the loop or just plan your trip as a whole, you can go to the map. It will, if you allow it to, it will recognize your location and zoom you into that spot. And from there you can see, oh, there's a bridge coming up. Let me tap on it and click through to the waterway guide information so I can see if that's a bridge that I might have to wait for to open for me if I can't clear it. Um, and Waterway Guide does a great job of compiling that information and listing information on when the bridge opens, if it is a drawbridge and that you're going to need it to open. So rather than reinventing the wheel and putting in our own bridge information, Waterway Guide has graciously teamed with us to do that. So you zoom into your location. Um, perhaps you're moving tomorrow from Beaufort, North Carolina to Bellhaven, which is actually where I'm sitting now is <laughs> Bellhaven. Um, you can look at Bellhaven and say, oh, look, there's an AGLCA sponsor, Marina. River Forest Marina in Bellhaven is an AGLCA sponsor. I want to go there. I want to see the manor house that's on property. And that sounds like a great place. You can also see a harbor host so that if you might need something when you arrive, you can see directly on that map and click on it and see who the harbor host is and how to contact them. And you can see that, oh, wow, there's a restaurant in Bellhaven named Spoon River. And loopers have said that that is one of the best restaurants on the loop. So I want to make sure I visit Spoon River and have a meal there while I'm in town. So that's the basics of how the map works. That's what's on it. Um, some of the improvements, we've had a map for a while. Um, adding the harbor hosts is new. The current version of the map before this new aqua map version had sponsors and the best of. But a couple of the new features, the um, harbor hosts have been reincorporated into the map. And the other thing that is now possible is that members can add best of the loop places. So if Spoon River Restaurant was not already listed as a best of the loop and I ate there and thought it was fabulous, I can click on the plus sign by the best of the loop categories. I can add Spoon River as a restaurant there for a best of the loop. Somebody from the home port crew takes a look at those, approves them, and they end up on the map. So it's kind of a crowdsourced way of identifying the best of the loop and things like 
restaurants, dishes, cities, towns, um, bridges, locks, lighthouses, all different categories. And it's, it's not necessarily reviews, um, but it is really meant to show uh, the positive side, you know, what are the best things that you're gonna come across on the loop. It's got best farmer's markets, best museums, best attractions. So members now have the ability to add their own points to that for everyone else to see. So as I said, it becomes much more crowdsourced. The current version of this new map is open to the public. However, when you click on it and move to, for example, the harbor host information, to actually see who a harbor host is or to get their contact information requires another click. And that click takes you into the members only area of the website. So at that point, members will have to be logged in and others will not have access to that information. So a great reason to join is to access all of the information on the map. This is phase one of the map. We've got a lot of additional improvements planned for it. And some of those will be moving to a members only map as we go through. So it's open to the public. As I said, right now, you won't be able to get to any Harbor host information, um, but you can see lots of details there. And at some point, more of that may become locked down. So um, it's a big improvement to the map that we had. There's also a link right there. Um, the route itself is shown on this map and there is a link on each segment of the route that takes you to the itinerary samples that we mentioned before. So we're excited for everyone to check that out. We think it's a great new uh, addition to the website and we're interested in your feedback when you get to use it. Yeah, great planning tool and those for those planning and those in progress. So another reason to, to join more layers of, of, of valuable benefits there. We know there's lots of great places to get information about the Great Loop because it's a very popular trip these days. But what's so special about the discussion forum that's only available to members only? Yeah, our discussion forum is really kind of like, in, in my humble opinion, nowhere else on the Internet. Um, Yes, there is a lot of Great Loop information out there and blogs and social media. Uh, a place to have an active discussion about questions on the Great Loop, there is no better place than the AGLCA discussion forum. Social media, um, you know, we've got a Great Loop group that's extremely active. It's facebook.com slash the Great Loop. It's a very active group. It's grown to uh, 54,000 and growing members, far more than there are people that are AGLCA members. And while we're very excited about the interest in the Great Loop, it the, the group has become, the Facebook group has become a little bit more like a lot of other social media places where it is not always a kind place to have a discussion. Um, and believe me, we do not appreciate that. Um, so if you're on our Facebook group and see anything that does not abide by our rules, which include to be kind and courteous, um, please report those posts. But the forum is kind of a way to ask those questions and get answers from actual loopers, actual, you know, people who have done the loop, where a lot of the people I see answering some of the questions on Facebook, some of them are very correct answers, some of them are gold loopers who are answering them. Some of the information I see being passed along is not 100% accurate and not 100% factual. Um, and by people who uh, I suspect have not completed the loop because of the way they're answering, um, it suggests not a very deep level of knowledge about what the question was. Like I said, very typical social media and there's nothing wrong with that. It's sparking the conversation and we love that. But to kind of cut through some of that noise and to get your questions answered by people who have been there and done that, the forum is really the top place to do it. You can ask questions 
format comments in a whole series of different categories. And each morning an email is sent to all members that gives all of the, the messages that were posted from the past 24 hours. So it's a comprehensive look at everything that's going on um, without some of the comments that are just kind of unnecessary or um, don't add much to the conversation. It's just down to the specifics of the Great Loop and that's what people really enjoy about it. So that's um, like to the discussion forum and, and do we wanna move on to the cost of looping calculator that can help people plan their um, budgets? I do, let's take a quick moment and play a message from one of our sponsors and then we'll come back and just kind of outline a few of the other lesser known benefits that uh, people might be interested to hear about. So we'll be back in a moment. This is a message from Steve, the dock master at Half Moon Bay Marina. If you're heading up the Hudson River, Half Moon Bay is 20 miles north of the George Washington Bridge. They have stellar dog walking paths and parks that start at the marina. They're the only deep water marina in a 30 mile radius and the marina is fully protected with a wave attenuated seawall. Half Moon Bay has many services, including high-speed Wi-Fi, pump out, divers, mechanics, and access to enterprise car rental with free pickup and delivery. Half Moon Bay is very close to a local airport and train service to New York City, and they offer looper discounts at a local fuel dock. Stop by and see them when you're on the Hudson River. We're back on Great Loop Radio today. The home port is chatting about some of the benefits of joining AGLCA and becoming a member. Um, Karen, we kind of left off. We had just finished talking about the discussion forum and, and what a nice place it is to discuss the Great Loop compared to some of the other options out there. Um, where should we go next? Um, the cost of looping calculator. We know that people, you know, budget is a big, big thing for people as they're planning the loops. And so that we want to discuss and what people can find with the looping calculator that's only available to members. Yes. Cost of looping calculator is accessible from the member benefits menu uh, on the website. So if you just tap on member benefits, you get a whole list of all the benefits there are. And the cost of looping calculator is linked from there. This is a tool that was designed to help members estimate what their own great loop might cost. And the costs to do the loop vary tremendously, mostly depending on your own cruising choices and your choice of boat. So it allows you to select a boat, um, but you need to also know some details and put in some details. So you need things like the burn rate on your fuel. You need to do things like estimate you know, how many nights a week you might stay at a marina versus at anchor, because obviously there's a big difference in cost there. Um, how many days a, a week you plan to travel, how many miles a day you think you'll do on average. And you can put on all of those parameters and it will come up with an estimated cost for you. Now, a, a word to the a warning, um, please change the toggle to no when it at, about saving that to the database. We also asked our gold loopers to go in there and save their actual costs if they track them into that database because it is then searchable. But we've seen several people forgetting to turn that toggle to not save it when they're just running numbers as a test to see what it might do. Um, so that's just kind of a, a word of warning. If you are doing a search and you come up with some odd results, it may have been somebody just kind of testing out the parameters. But one of the places that this is very helpful, especially right about now with fuel prices being high, is that you can run it and say, you know, fuel right now is about $4 a gallon as an estimate, put in all the numbers and come out with your cost, but then you can change that fuel cost to five or six. Let's hope we don't get there, but you can, you know, see 
what the impact of that might be on your overall costs. And, you know, I've talked about members of trying to decide what's their top end that they're willing to pay for fuel. And this can help you hone in on that. It can also help you decide the difference overall across the entire Great Loop of, you know, spending two nights at Anchor each month, each, each week versus spending four. Um, so you can really play with the parameters and figure out some of the different things you can do with your budget. So in that way, it becomes a pretty powerful tool. Yeah, so I think people would certainly find that helpful because money and budgeting is a very important thing to consider when doing the Great Loop. Especially um, right about now. <laughs> yeah, particularly with the gas prices for sure. Mm -hmm. um, we want to move into another area of something that has a lot of great content about the route and, and so on and so forth. And that's the monthly newsletter, the Great um, Loop link. So you want to tell us about that? Yeah, the Great Loop link, um, as you said, it's our monthly newsletter, comes out usually on the first of each month, and it gives planning information, it gives route information that is helpful for those who are approaching that specific area of the loop, but also helpful for those who are still planning to decide where they want to go and when. Um, but a good bulk of the information is planning and information, and you know, we're sitting here at the end of April. The May issue will include information about cruising the Chesapeake, specifically Annapolis. Um, the May issue will also include an article I'm working on with some of the truths about working aboard because it, it can be different than people are expecting and there's more and more people who are working while doing the Great Loop. Um, and there is now about 20 years of archived Great Loop links on the website that members have access to. So lots of information and kind of neat to go back to some of those earlier issues and see how things have changed over that 20 year time period. Yeah, for sure. And then the other thing that's interesting is everybody's weight crossings are, are listed in there as well. Yep, exactly. That's right. So, um, speaking of members, another benefit is the, the member roster and how people can access and, and connect with other members. Yep, we see all the time on Facebook and other social media, somebody saying, hey, has anybody looped in a Carver 4400 or a Cruisers 4450? Um, our member database stores that information and you can search for people who have completed the loop and you can set the boat type to a cruiser's yacht and you can set the length, you can even set a range. So you could say, you know, 35 to 45 feet and it'll show you the results for people who have completed the loop with a boat listed that matches those parameters. And then if you have questions about looping on that boat, it gives you a way to reach out to them. We also get questions all the time that, you know, how many people are looping in 2022? Uh, and again, this is all based on our member database. So as long as people have updated their member records to accurately reflect that they're in progress on the loop, you can search for people who have listed themselves in the fleet of 2022 and get a number there. Now that number I think is, is a little bit inflated right now because I think some people who maybe had planned on maybe looping in 2022 and are not um, may be included there. Also, if there's two people aboard one boat, each one will be listed in that database. So don't panic when you run that report right now. If, uh, you know, people in the fleet of 2022 and you see seven or 800, a number of seven or 800 results, um, you know, a lot of that are two people on one boat. That's people, not boats. So just keep that in mind. But there's lots of different um, fields you can toggle on and off and, and put some parameters in and come up with all kinds of really useful information in the search there. And another way to, to connect with members is Nebo. So you want to tell us a little about that? There's multiple ways that people get to reach out to one another. Yep, Nebo is the app that AGLCA has adopted as our way for members to find each other on the waterway. And it is very powerful for doing that with me out here on the Great Loop. 
I'm using it frequently, but you can communicate with other boats by messaging in them through Nebo. Um, and AGLCA members are marked with our logo, which you know kind of makes it another member benefit. You become part of the group. Um, it, it's it's just a, a pretty powerful software, and it's not just for members. It's an app that's available to the public, um, but again, members get that extra recognition. And um, we are working with Nebo to hopefully have some specific features for our group that will be uh, just for AGLCA members. We'll look forward to those. Uh, and then yet another way that people can connect is, mm -hmm. is the Burgee. So you want to tell us about the Burgee? Yeah, and the Burgee, you know, I, I think people view the AGLCA Burgee is pretty well known. So I think that's part of what leads to people thinking, oh, I'll just join right before I set out for the loop um, and get my membership and get my Burgee then. You are welcome to fly the Burgee if you are a member at any point. So even if you're not looping yet, it's a great way, you know, fly the Burgee, you'll meet other members. It's a great way to kind of get in the loop, so to speak. Um, and connect with other members and, and flying the Burgee is a, a members only benefit of AGLCA. Well, like I said, it certainly is a, a welcome ad and people are out there flying it for sure. But we know one of the one of the ways that people as they become members can really jump into the association and really understand everything is to attend, attend an in-person event. So what about the annual rendezvous events that we have? Yeah, and this is the, the perfect time to talk about that because rendezvous are for AGLCA members only. We are just about a week and a half out from the AGLCA spring rendezvous. This is the first one we've had in three years. We had two years we had to cancel because of COVID. So we're extremely excited to be back in Norfolk, Virginia for this event. Our rendezvous are um, you know, four days of complete immersion in the Great Loop. We've got two seminar tracks happening simultaneously. One is a route briefing that goes into great detail on how to navigate the Great Loop, You know where you're going to go potential ports that you might stop in, some navigation challenges you'll want to be aware of. And at the spring rendezvous, we take you from our location, Norfolk, Virginia, in, in this case, uh, through the northern part of the Great Loop route and end up in on the Tennessee River where the spring, I'm sorry, where the fall rendezvous will be. And it's 20 or so seminar hours of just covering that northern portion of the route. So a lot of detail happening there. And then at the same time, for those who maybe are still planning and aren't really ready for that in-depth look at the route itself, the Looping 101 track is all about uh, general planning information and knowledge for the Great Loop, such as weather considerations, marine electronics, galley tips, um, DIY maintenance. We change those topics out for each event and, and let those who are registered early help us determine that agenda. Um, but so there's a lot in a rendezvous that is for those who are planning. And one of those things in a rendezvous for planners um, and for everyone to enjoy actually is our looper crawls. And that is each afternoon, um, there are 50 to 60 looper boats in the marina. And in the late afternoon, we have um, looper crawls where many of those boats will open up for others to tour. So it's a great social time on the docks. Uh, sometimes adult beverages are shared. Um, but it's also for those who are planning and maybe don't have their great loop boat yet, it's a great opportunity to, to view, to board, to experience many loop capable boats in one place in a short period of time. And it's especially valuable right now when there aren't a whole lot of boats on the market. So it's not as easy to just get aboard some boats as it would be if there was a lot of boats that were for sale and you could get a broker to come show them to you. So it's really become a popular way for 
loopers who are still in the planning phase to kind of identify what boats might be their top choices for the Great Loop. Um, and again, these events are for members only. So it's a, a great reason to join early in your Great Loop um, journey. Um, well, I think we've pretty much covered everything, not unless you have anything else you want to cover. Um, I think that does pretty much cover it. Just um, if you are, you know, obviously the spring rendezvous is just right around the corner. The next one I did mention is in the fall. It is moving to a brand new location for the first time in about 20 years. It will be at Paris Landing State Park, which is a Tennessee state park on Kentucky Lake, which is part of the Tennessee River. Um, that is happening October 10th through 13th, I believe are the dates. The dates are on the website. Um, registration will open for that about 90 days before the event. So that puts us in July. Yeah, that's right. Um, kind of mid-July registration will open for that fall rendezvous. Um, so if that's something you're interested in attending and you're not yet a member, you'll want to do so before that registration opens. Um, but I think that's it. I hope this has been, you know, insightful for those of you who have been wondering, you know, should I join AGLCA now while I'm still planning? or should I wait till I'm ready to go? So hopefully we provided some information that helps you to make that decision. Sure, I'm sure some people will be interested and they can go directly to the website and sign up. Yep, you can join right through the website. The first year of membership currently is $89. So it's a, a really reasonable price for the things that you get. Um, and then there are small discounts if you join for longer periods than that. So um, if you have any questions, you can always reach any of the Homeport crew at info at greatloop.org. That's kind of the general mailbox, but we are in there all the time and kind of triage that and Karen and uh, myself and Julie handle those as needed. So info at greatloop.org. If you have any questions, the organization's <laughs> website is greatloop.org. Um, so pretty easy to find us. We'll look forward to getting to know some of you along the way. And I want to thank Karen Nettles with the Homeport crew for helping me out with this today. It was great having you back, Karen. Oh, you're quite welcome. Glad to do it. And for all of those who have watched or listened, thanks for joining us. We'll be back next week with another episode of Great Loop Radio. Until then, safe cruising. Mm -hmm.